Hey, everybody. Das Vidania, comrades. <laughs> Welcome to the Canadian Perspective. Yeah. How, how's it going out there? Um, How are you all doing? Yeah, I hope you guys are uh, staying in from the cold if you live in uh, Canada, specifically Winnipeg. Yeah. Well, I are... mean, this is the first amount of uh, chilliness that we've really had. Yes. It's been so fucking warm this whole, like, whole winter. That's right. This and... is now normal winter right now. That's true. And you know what? We finally have some, some stories to talk about. In some Canada. recent <laughs> stories, yes, in Canada to talk about. That are but it's still based off the U.S. No. It's based... No? No. Not the one that I have. Loaded up and ready to fire. Right Which one's that? Mouth. Well, are we just going to get right into it? Yeah, let's go. Alrighty, well... Actually, just... I, I want to I point out that Bernie Sanders meme that we were talking about, like, for 15 minutes before the podcast. Alright, let's go. Let's go ahead. This, this meme... Basically, it's fucking awesome. Yes, so <laughs> I love it so. It's my favorite meme form now. For, for those unfamiliar, um, Joe Biden was inaugurated president of the United States um, recently. What what day was that? The week? That 21st? was the twentieth. Twentieth. So at the inauguration, Bernie Sanders attended, and there were some some shots. I guess they had him on camera a few times. Bernie's dress, his attire for the dad car. For the inauguration, dadcore involved like these these they were homemade mittens from a school teacher in Vermont that made them with her mom's sewing machine. Really, in their craft room. Holy shit! I didn't know that. And they're very colorful. And he's wearing just like a, a the, standard jacket. The standard jacket with Canadian brown. goose brand. Okay. Yeah, it's like a greenish brown. Um, <laughs> the funny thing is that there's so many people that contacted that woman to get, uh, mittens like oh, that. Really? Yeah. She's like, I can't make these. I don't have time. The I'm order? A yeah. Yeah. They like contacted her specifically to order them. And she's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm do a school teacher she's, and I'm a mom. Just have her do a limited run. <laughs> do no, a limited she just run. can't, she can't, she doesn't have the time to produce that many. No, but do a limited run. Yeah. But then she has to make them. Yes. That takes a lot of time. Yes. And then the interest, the demand's gone once she's able to do it. Okay. Anyways. Right? I just thought it was, it's so fucking Bernie Sanders and this, to wear that's right. local school teacher's mittens to the inaug inauguration. And of, the specific image that has oh, he looks pissed off been used in all the memes is him with his legs crossed and his hands up uh, on his legs resting and just his face just looks like he's just... He's not having off. it. Like he's pissed off. Yeah. And if you know the background behind it, Joe Biden in the Democratic primary to decide who the nominee, the Democrats, uh, were going to have in the general election, Bernie was ripped off. He was basically cheated out of the nomination by all the other candidates colluding together and yeah, dropping out at the yeah. last minute before well, Super Tuesday. Obama. Obama. Um, Obama made some phone calls behind the scenes yeah, and he got some deals kind of fuck Bernie over there some deals from uh, Amy Klobuchar who actually spoke at Biden's inauguration and uh, Mayor Pete Buttigieg who was also attended yeah. and those establishment figures that they would all drop out drop out and endorse Biden right before Super Tuesday which is when a lot of the primaries happen yeah um, a significant amount of them uh, I think a third actually yeah it's like um, almost all of them right and and have Elizabeth Warren stay in for her to uh, siphon votes from Bernie. Yeah, she was the only candidate that stayed in and also the only candidate that took votes away from Bernie. Right, siphon, to siphon votes from Bernie, right? Which you don't blame Elizabeth Warren for staying in, but you blame, I don't know if she was contacted. That's the thing. I don't think I she don't was. I don't know if she was, This but was very last way. minute and unplanned. 
that like Bernie couldn't plan for that to happen. Right. Really. But it was unexpected. She also was treating Bernie like shit and being a snake. Yeah, she was before kind of, that too. <laughs> she was lying. She was so doing a lot of lying. It could have been possible she was contacted. I'm just saying. But, I, I doubt it. Okay. But But that's that's Okay, yeah. Neither here or there. But anyways, so he lost the primary and it could be understandable that he's sitting there watching as this this guy who cheated him out of the election half dead. You know, half dead doesn't provide anything you know, new or progressive, solve America's problems significantly. He's been, he's been the status quo. He has, he's literally the status quo uh, embodied. Mm-hmm. His, he has a long corporate record since he got into politics in the 70s. Right when he got into, he worked with uh, segregationists. Right. Literal raci- racists. Right. Against uh, busing legislation. He wrote yep. the crime bill in the 90s. You know, this is... He did so, a lot of shitty things. Understandable. Now, his first week was actually pretty progressive, though. Well, yeah, but that's the first week. Optic reasons, I'm thinking, is pretty progressive. We got a couple stories in here about that as well. But anyways, so that picture was taken and edited and placed in all these other areas of Bernie City Down. It's, it's really funny. There's a fucking, there's actually a fucking bop of like, uh, what was it, a lo-fi hip-hop bop? I didn't see that. Uh, it was lo-fi hip-hop in the background with Bernie doing speeches. Mm. It's just Bernie sitting on the New York, or sitting on the New York uh, train. Uh, subway. Subway. Yeah. That was, that was pretty good. That was pretty so, good. Yeah, that was um, some recent stuff. Yeah. And of course, the inauguration for anybody watched, you know, they're a snooze fest. They're an absolute yeah, snooze fest. Yeah, yeah. No, it was fucking cringy. Everything was, they played, they had Katy Perry play fireworks while oh, like, a re, um, reorchestrated version of fireworks with mm-hmm. strings and shit while fireworks played in the background. You mean that we're being shot off in the background? Yeah. No, there's fireworks being oh shot off, God. like, the 4th of July in the background while she's saying fireworks. And, like, that's so, so fucking cliche. Oh so God. fucking cringe. Like, that, like, that's, how old's that uh, song? That song's about six years old? No, it's way more than six years old, bro. I don't know, because this is, time is nothing. 2010? 2011? It's a decade old at least. Yes, yeah, you're, you were correct. It's 2010. 2010. October 26, 2010. <laughs> it's 11 years old, bro. From the album Teenage Dream. Oh, my God. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag? Jesus Christ. Simple as shit. I, I mean, okay, we're both music nerds, so we, we, we know the cliches and shit. Though I will say uh, Lady Gaga doing the... Um, Doing the national anthem was actually pretty interesting. I mean, I didn't see that part. I just saw the boring shit. Musically, you know, musically, it was pretty interesting. Um, okay, but, but that's you know. that's not a conversation we're going to have here. Anyways, All so right. some shit that actually happened in Canada. <laughs> okay. Recently, on January twenty first, those are familiar. The Governor General of Canada, oh. Julie Payette, she stepped down I because that was in the U.S. Sorry, I didn't know. Her Yes, the Governor General uh, of the United States who, who... No, I didn't think... I didn't read the Governor General part. I thought... I saw the story and I didn't know it was... Uh, I just assumed it was in the States. You just assumed it? Actually, I think someone told me about it. Governor How General could they is, have one? There's no queen for them to... No, I know. I'm not saying the I, gov- okay. Governor General. I'm saying I saw the name or someone told me about the story and assumed it was from the U.S. All right. So basically the... On. Basically the Governor General in Canada... Their position is to represent the Canadian monarch. So that's currently Queen Elizabeth II. And basically just give a rubber stamp to all legislation 
that gets passed by the House of Representatives. Technically, the they're the most powerful uh, seat in the government, more powerful than the prime minister. But they don't ever, they've never used the power. None right. of them. And they just sign off on everything. Which is good. Yes, it which is, is very good. good. They can't, they have the power to block legislation, though, single-handedly. So on January 1st, yeah, she stepped down and her secretary also resigned with her since there was just a massive expose conducted by the CBC News back in July, which broke that she's a monster to her staff. Absolute monster. Super toxic. Her and her secretary. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. So let me cover what they said in their article. There were 12 anonymous sources that they interviewed about this so-called toxic environment at Rideau Hall, which is where the governor general works in. Hangs out. She doesn't have a job. Operates out of. Doesn't have a fucking job. Her job is to be assigned something. And no, she also travels around the world and like does some foreign policy stuff. Okay. So. Okay. Anyway, so apparently verbally harassing employees to the point where some of them were reduced to tears. Classic. Five members of her communications team have departed since the pandemic started. Two other ones also have been on a leave of absence. These sources said Payette yelled, belittled, and publicly humiliated their employees. They accused her of throwing temper tantrums in the office and on one occasion tossing employees' work to the side and calling it shit. <laughs> on a single day, multiple people were seen leaving Payette's office with tears in their eyes oh after private meetings. Quote, she screams and humiliates staff in front of others, end quote, said a former employee. And her secretary is also accused of being a bully. So Trash. Trash human being. It doesn't stop there. She often okay. uses... So you mentioned how she goes around the world, right? Yeah. She often uses these flights home from trips abroad to criticize staff in front of their peers over what she sees as their shortcomings. Oh my god. Frequently asks staffs to huddle around her on the plane for a debriefing, then verbally attacks employees over what she considers to be poor work. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. She's been known to grill employees on files unrelated to the meeting topic, and... um, Jesus. After this was released, a third-party um, investigative group was called in by the Privy Council office. So yeah, they, they launched this review after the CBC report came yeah. out. And they found, they released an, an official report that basically said, yeah, it's all true. <laughs> it's a horrible workplace, and she's the problem. And so after that, her and her secretary stepped down. Good. Good. Fuck them. You're going to be if you're going to treat your employees like that, like <laughs> and, you and don't deserve to have a job. That's right. It's almost unbelievable that this went on for so long. Yeah, you know. Yeah, there has to be better. <laughs> so like, and, and I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I shouldn't be laughing, but like, how this did, is awful. How this did, is almost comically like over the top, over the top, ridiculous, like yeah. a scum, like a classic scumbag. Yeah. So she was the governor general from October 2nd, 2017 to, of course, January 21st, 2021. So So she's been in there for four years. That's right. And... She's had other positions in the government before, I I believe. How, I, how... How do you get in that position? Yeah, how do you get in that position with being such a trash human being? Like, if you're treating people like this, you'd obviously have a reputation, right? Right. You think so? Even fucking, like, guys like, um, our mayor here, Brian Bowman, has a... Uh, reputation of being a dick oh really yeah okay i didn't know that Grant said that that's coming from liberals but <laughs> okay all right how conservatives uh-huh. uh, and but it's inside people that work directly with them i see 
That's uh, anecdotal evidence. Apparently, she also met with Justin Trudeau before she stepped down. Oh, so really? I just said, yeah, in a personal meeting, a private meeting, sorry. Yeah. It's like, you just gotta be, like, you sit on a desk, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what have you been doing? This is unbelievably, this is unacceptable. How, how, who, who appoints her? Is it Justin Trudeau? I think so. The queen, on the advice of the Canadian prime minister, So the appoints, Canadian prime minister appoints her. That's right. <laughs> you can, appoints you can, a governor general to carry on the government of Canada on the own, right? Queen, the, oh, the queen, the queen doesn't do shit. Doesn't do shit. She yeah, just chills so basically with her the, dogs. The prime minister tells the queen... Appoint this person. Appoint this person, Governor General. So, yeah. So, I'm assuming that she did a favor for Trudeau back once upon a time. Trudeau then gave her the position, an easy position, relatively easy position, and she abused the fuck out of it. I mean, that's really the only thing the Governor General of Canada is just supposed to have good PR. That's it. Yeah. That's your only hard part of your job. You're not even really caught up in any ideological problems or discussion, left wing or right wing. None of that. You still got a freaking uh, vet. Your people. I know. You don't just put her in because she's a woman. She's obviously a trash human being. Put someone that's actually a good person in the chair. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand why you do that. She was previously on the board of the National Bank of Canada. That's where she, that's, I think, where she must have got in. But so she's I have no an idea. ultra capitalist then. She's a banker, one of the bad guys. Well, she was appointed to the board. That's fucking dumb. That's fucking, why would you treat your employees like shit? Like that. All the studies show that a healthy workplace like, breeds better work, more efficient work. Toxic workplace is always negative, no matter what, in every single way. Anyway, she's gone. Yeah. Don't know so who's going to replace her. Not yet. Hopefully someone that's actually good. Man, Trudeau and his cabinet scandals. I know. He, I, what I think is happening is he just, people have done him favors, so he's scratching their back, right? Right, but like, come on, man. Get it together. I don't, I don't think it's that hard to vet your, your cabinet and your it's people. Not. Just be nice people. Be good yeah. people. That's all you need. Fuck. Anyways. Other big thing. Other big dealio. Had to do with... Again with Trudeau. <laughs> Biden. Well, yes. Trudeau and Biden. So Trudeau has to basically cancel the Keystone Pipeline. XL Pipeline. I mean, Yes. Because he could Biden, just keep building it until it gets to the U.S. border and then it just stops abruptly. He could do that. Because apparently the only way for Trudeau to uh, have an eco-friendly uh, position is if a neoliberal from the state somehow like uh, rots his way to the presidency and in order for a better PR, cancels the fucking pipeline that is extremely unethical. <laughs> That's right. In fact, Obama said, <laughs> let him. it, quote, let it play out when he was, people questioned him on if he was going to stop the uh, Keystone XL pipeline from being built since yeah. all the water protectors were being brutalized by the private security forces hired by the owners of the pipeline. Yeah. And so he just said, let it play out. And he didn't do anything about it. And no. uh, their and water I'm, supply was tainted afterwards. Of course, Trump didn't do anything. Well, yeah. I mean, he, so by executive order, Trump allowed. Allowed um, it to go through. He approved yes. it, right? And so Biden, equally as easily, uh, can do an executive order and cancel it, right? Which kind of sucks for Alberta, because Alberta already downed, uh, I think it was $1.5 into the project already. That's why I read. It was about $1.5 billion yes, yes, they put into the true. project already. Yeah. And seven months of uh, 
The Alberta government agreed last year to invest about $1.5 billion as equity in the project, plus billions more in loan guarantees. Yeah. And so Canadian side has been under construction for several months, apparently. Yeah. Now, there's going to be some job loss from this. No, this is not that great for Canada. No, it's not. I will say, I, I mean, it's good that it was canceled. It's good in every single way that it was canceled. But there are some negatives that's going to happen to Canada. So Alberta's out of that money. We're also yes. out of the... Um, so exports of uh, oil to the states yes um from this pipeline which would go to our gdp and you know dollar and all that economic bullshit right mm. it would be good for the economy but yeah. so the pipeline actually moves about 23 million gallons daily between superior wisconsin and sarnia ontario traversing yeah. parts of northern michigan and wisconsin the thousand workers thousand workers in southeast alberta are going to get laid off tc energy said it was laying them off uh, thursday they said fuck that's, you you're getting laid off and the shitty. That's shitty. a bunch of premiers are pushing back. Like, you can't, you what can't do you expect back. him to do? Like, what do you think he's going to do? Like, take a tough stance in the United States? Like, yeah. And then they cancel our dairy. Uh, they mess with our dairy trading. Yeah. No. And then we're fucked again. And then we're boned again. So all the premiers that talk to Trudeau, Alberta's Jason Kennedy, Ontario's Doug Ford, and Saskatchewan's Scott Moe, as well as Quebec's uh, Francois Ligalt. Yeah, I'll push the prime minister to uh, quote unquote take action. I'm actually surprised that uh, our guy didn't. Right, because I think most of these guys are conservative. Oh, they're uh, all conservative. They're all conservative. So yeah, all those premiers were members of the conservative parties yeah. of their provinces. Yes. So, so, do you think the Saskatchewan premier is going to budge uh, Joe Biden, the president of the United States? Well, no, because they are not going to talk to him directly. It would be. Do you think well, they're going to they're gonna pressure Trudeau enough to pressure do think, Biden? Do you think they had the power to do that pressuring? <laughs> no. Trudeau no. can walk all over the, with the exclusion of Quebec, Trudeau can walk all, all over all the premiers. Yeah. He doesn't really have to give a fuck, except for Quebec, because Quebec's special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also wanted to mention during this part that they passed a bill recently through the house, right? And it was a truth and reconciliation for like the indigenous people. So all that was, they added a part about people respecting the truth and reconciliation and the rights and uh, treaties of the indigenous people when they took the oath to become a Canadian citizen. Mm -hmm. This is the type of stuff that they do on issues of indigenous rights. They do symbolic shit, like change words that you have to say to become a Canadian citizen. They were all for this Keystone XL pipeline that straight up ran through and disturbed uh, sacred lands of these people. That's right. Poisoned their water supplies and violated basic human rights. So uh, what I'm saying is Trudeau doesn't give a fuck about the indigenous people. He doesn't give a fuck about the population. He hasn't cleaned anybody's water. He hasn't fixed the problem of uh, uh, indigenous women's uh, disappearing and getting murdered, right? Mm. He hasn't done anything on that. But what he has done is done a show and been like, hey, now you're uh, included in the oath. Oh, we're going to do this kind of thing. So you're represented in whatever ceremony, right? Yeah. That's all he does is all the symbolic shit. And the symbolic shit doesn't fucking matter. No, it doesn't. It's nice. I mean, it's nice to be included in an oath. It's nice to be included in a, a celebration. Like, I understand that that's not nothing, but it's not material. You're not getting any results from it. No, and it, it's not even, changing anything. If you look at their truth and reconciliation for the missing and murdered indigenous women, what happened to that? Nothing. Where did that go? Nowhere. Nothing. It, it went nowhere. It doesn't do anything. Something that would help indigenous people would be to restructure the RCMP after the, 
the lieu of sexual harassment within yeah. the RCMP's ranks. I mean, that would possibly help Native Americans. Well, just, just reforming uh, police would help it because police mm-hmm. are um, equally as racist towards indigenous as they are to black people. Right. So Trudeau, empty promises. Empty promises. Isn't that the conservative uh, slogan? Is that it? I believe so. But like, what <laughs> is true? But it's all the left wing promises that were empty. No, exactly. He's or the neo-liberal. far leftist, you know? No, he's kind of like Biden in the sense that he's conservative physically. Uh-huh. And the social issues he's symbolically left on, but he doesn't change anything. Right. And same thing in the United States. The liberals and the conservatives have to keep the show going that they're, oh, we're very different. We don't like each other. So the liberals always propose like some slightly different alternative sort of centrist right wingish policy position if you look at obamacare obamacare was mitt romney's health care plan right. back in the day something like that you know that's the libs do yeah and the true leftist position is held by the ndp yeah exactly we have the liberal party which is a little bit left than neoconservative but our neoliberal They're which centrist. is conservative They're so the it's centrist, based centrist status quoism if you will and then there's the conservatives that want to regress basically even though they're called the progressive conservatives they want to regress the right-wing party yeah make gay they're not uh, called marriage the, they not called the progressive conservatives they're just the conservative party of canada they I thought they were the pc no they were the combination of the progressive conservatives and the other con- conservative party in canada oh, in 2002 so they, were... they those two conservative parties joined together i was 95 percent sure that uh that harper was a pc he was he was after the joint after the joining between the two yeah he was a member of the progressive conservative party of canada and then once they joined together he was chosen as the leader oh, okay but he used to be a member I of thought the it was does this, that make sense yeah i thought it was the same name it was formed in 2003 from the multiple right-wing parties which had existed in canada for over a century Historically grouped into two camps, Red Tories and Blue Tories. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Anyways, they're still trash. <laughs> My point, though, was that they're uh, regressive, right? They want to regress back to gay marriage being illegal. You mean on social issues, they're on regressive. social issues. Or they're reactionary. I would say regressive. They're trying to regress. They're not trying to... Well, reactionary means the same thing, basically. In political science, a reactionary or reactionist is a person or entity holding political view that favor a return to a, a previous to political state of society that they believe possess positive characteristics that are absent in current society. Okay, yeah. So that is, they're okay, basically... That's the definitely thing. the... And I guess that when, when they get in power, that results in regression. Yes. But it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Ultimately. As long as the that's good to know, though. Yeah. So yeah, the only option for left-wing is the NDP. If you believe in left-wing values and you're voting liberal, you're voting against your best interest. I mean, because the liberals... They don't believe in having universal tuition nope. for college. They don't believe in having, I mean, pharmacare, you know, they say That's they're going to do it. basic health care. Right. That we should right? have had that when single-payer health care was passed in the 70s. Everybody has it, except for the states. Every, every other every, na- uh, first world nation, right? Every other nation that has single-payer health care also covers pharmaceuticals and also covers, dental. most of them cover dental and eye vision care. Yes. So the fact that we don't have that, maybe with some negotiation, they had to take it out to appease them or something yeah. like that in order to get it passed. But, but we should have that now. And the libs have saying, oh, because the NDP pushed them, you guys need to do farm care now. Since they're a minority government, they yep. have the ability to actually push substantively 
the liberals are saying, oh, yeah, sure we will. Then they had a Statistics Canada do a, do a review of how much that would save the Canadian public if yeah. we switched all to a public system and it would save, what was it, like two or $3 billion? Yeah. And so let's go ahead. And they apparently have been drafting legislation, but nothing has been introduced into the House. And it's a lot of legislation, though. That's right. <laughs> and also, I but just they, don't they believe them. I, yeah, I don't, I don't trust them to do that. Trudeau, empty promises. I mean, this is the Liberal Party has done this before. 1998, Jean Chrétien, there was a similar uproar that we should implement Pharmacare yep. by now. We, they should have had it by then. And Jean Chrétien did the same thing. He has Statistics Canada do research mm-hmm. on how much money it would save. And then after that review was done, he just discarded the findings and just didn't. They do that all the time. They did that with the uh, basic income project oh, yeah. up in uh, Thompson, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it was Thompson. So yeah, I think it was uh, Pierre Trudeau mm-hmm. did the uh, universal basic income study mm-hmm. in Thompson, like in Manitoba, mm-hmm. and it got rid of poverty. Yeah, as there expected. was only positives, like everybody saying with universal basic income, mm-hmm. in like actually doing that and the uh, problems that it saves. So I think it uh, solved homelessness for a little bit, solved poverty, uh, solved a whole bunch of issues, and like people are able to afford to live comfortably yes. yeah and so people just felt better i think it was for two years that it went on for and then well then he got um, el- um removed right from office yeah well, i mean he got elected out and the conservatives came in i think he retired well i don't know the, the conservatives came into power mm-hmm. and um canceled it right they didn't even they didn't even finish the study but from what uh they got from the study what the uh, actual people got from the study was it was all positive right there's no negatives yeah there, there have been other cities that have participated in some sort of experiment in yeah. canada too on that universal basic income it's it's a good thing you and it was proven to be a good thing that's and right they're just like eh, no but the act of <laughs> having an experiment is a way to appease those that are in favor of that position even yeah. slightly yeah it's just getting them off their back basically right. just for a an election cycle. It's bullshit. So we'll see if anything happens with pharmacare, but I doubt it. I yeah. Unfortunately. No. I'm not I'm not being hopeful. I'm just happy this keystone pipeline thing is uh done. Like it should have been back in twenty sixteen. Is this not the one that they bought? Hmm? Oh, that's the that's the Trans Mountain, sorry. Yeah. Trans Mountain was purchased by the Indian government. Another bad all pipelines are bad. Yes. You could you could pretty much say. And actually, Ford in Ontario is concerned that the Line 5 pipeline, which is uh, supposed to go through Michigan, yeah, yeah, yeah. carries oil and liquids used in propane from Western Canada to refineries in the U.S. and Ontario. Yep. That one could be in danger. Because oh. apparently Gretchen Whitmer is like... She's anti-pipeline uh, too, though. Yeah, I know. She was pushing the... She's on his cabinet, sorry. She's still the... She's the governor of Michigan. Yeah, Gretchen Whitmer. She's still the governor of Michigan, but yeah. she had some ties with Joe Biden and whatnot. She was the Biden campaign co-chair. That's it. Yeah. And she's anti-pipeline. So that one could also be up in the air. And also those stats that I mentioned before about 23 million gallons of oil, that was actually for the Line 5 pipeline. I fucked up on the stats. So oh, sorry okay, about that, yeah. guys. Yeah. So that one could be down. Yeah, this is not great for uh, Canada because we've invested so much money into the projects already. Yeah, you put all your eggs in one basket and then the basket breaks and you're boned. 
um, this all started uh, with Harper, actually. Because right. this is something Harper pushed. He pushed oil and the oil industry mm-hmm. in Canada and invested more in that than anything else and basically put all their eggs in one basket, like you said. Right. And now it's backfiring. And Trudeau yeah. didn't do anything to fix it. He just went along with it because mm-hmm. it's conservative and he's a fucking status quo piece of shit. So and he, wants, he wants the numbers to look good on the GDP. He wants the economy all to he go cares up, about. Up for. The guy uh, just wants to look pretty. But I, I mean, it pisses me off. This actually pisses me off that Joe Biden, (laughs) a dead man walking because he's so fucking old and can't talk and whatever. Friends. That's a bit ageist, but. Had friends who were segregationists back when he worked in the House of Representatives. He fought to keep. He was against desegregating busing. Yeah. That's what he was against. That's what he was against. What the fuck, man? For some technocratic reason. Yeah. But that's what he says now. Oh, it's for some technocratic reason. Oh, you know. But. No. No. You're just fucking racist. You're fucking racist, Because dude. it was good to be racist at the time. It That's was right. okay. Yeah. It was good politically. You're trash. Bernie Sanders, however, was against that and fought for uh, black uh, rights. Meanwhile, when Biden the was time. making these deals against desegregating biasing, Bi- Bernie was getting arrested at protests around the University of uh, Vermont yeah. for, you know, civil rights. Civil rights. So he was fighting for black rights. Um, LGBT rights and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, so there's, a, there's, there's a big difference there. Yeah, so a call big some, difference. some reasons why he's a little bitter when he's watching him getting inaugurated. Yeah. yeah. It's also kind of why I love that meme so much. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I just wanted to voice my opinion on that and how much it pissed me off. Mm-hmm. That's what this podcast is for. Right, and now <laughs> we should invest into green energy. Since... Yeah, we should take all this money that was invested into these pipelines... Yeah. Uh, unethically mm-hmm. invested into these pipelines or right money sure. that was planned to be further put into yeah, well, the building spent, of the pipeline yeah, right like, that money should be instead siphoned onto green energy projects green energy keep us move us away from this fossil fuel hell yeah why don't why don't they incentivize um farmers to run their uh, farms on solar power or electric power, or, which know, is possible Anyone that says that's not possible is bullshit. Because I worked on a farm that was powered by solar panels almost exclusively. They actually put energy back into the system. That's how much power they had. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What'd you run the, the combines on? Oh, combines are still on diesel. Well, you, know, you can't change that. Why not? What about electric, electric combines? They, Come on. They don't have electric combines. Combines are big, bro. Yeah, but why, why is battery, that possible? Well, the batteries... It's not, is the, the technology doesn't exist to do that. Okay. It should. Can't you run, but I'm you can sure run you vehicles on vegetable oil. Diesel engines can be converted to vegetable oil. Yeah, but the, the massive, the massive combine engines. Like but they run massive. on diesel. But they run on diesel. They run on diesel, yeah. But they're so big, it's not feasible to I haven't looked into it over. yet. I haven't looked into it enough. I'm just saying. No, no combine is. No combine is. Okay. Uh, Electric. Diesel is the most oil. efficient uh, option they have right now. Also, it doesn't contribute that much to actual CO2 emissions. I know, but... Anyways, speaking of conservatives and Biden and Trump Speaking and all of that, conservatives and speaking of uh, gayness, um, the, a judge in the United <laughs> States refused to reinstate the conservative social media site Parler yeah. after Amazon shut him down. Fuck Parler. Yeah, so basically Parler was like trying to take some legal action 
to get them put back in place. They're they're a big platform. They're actually a pretty big platform. I think they were they number two or of, number one in the app store. Yeah, they have millions of users and they're all far right wing users. That's who they're advertised towards. Yeah, because they're uh, free speech in terms of service and stuff like that. Yeah. That's the oh, sole reason. So So basically the judge said US district judge said it's unlikely to prove that Amazon breached its contract or violated antitrust laws by suspending Parler. And she also, quote, forcefully rejected the suggestion that the public interest would be served by putting them back on the Amazon Web Services, uh, quote, to host the kind of abusive, violent content at issue in this case, particularly in the light of the recent riots at the U.S. Capitol, end quote. So basically, you know, they just clapped uh, Parler while they're down, yeah. already down, you yeah. know? So that was um, funny. Fuck Parler, first of all. Yeah, they're proud. Uh, second of all, let's talk about the power of these uh, companies to uh, deplatform people. Didn't we already talk is... about this when we spoke about it? I think so, but we can talk about it again. Can we? I think so. Are we allowed? <laughs> I, well, it's our podcast, so fuck you guys. Will we get to platformed? Get mad at us. Bro, we're basically anarcho-communists here. We're going to be deplatformed now you said the if C they word. come after... You said the C word, dude. That's kind of... I did. I did. We're kind of fucked now. There is arguments to be had, I think, that these companies, these massive companies like Amazon and Apple and uh, Samsung, um, Samsung... Are these supposed to be social media companies? Well, like the Samsung App Store. Oh, you mean the app stores? Yeah, these providers, internet providers, the amount of power they have to deplatform people. It's quite large. Is immense. Is immense. And uh, the, the right, even if they're these Nazis, they do have a point in that uh, you don't want to give these uh, corporations all the power to just deplatform whoever the fuck they want. Uh-huh. Right? There is a point, there is a good point there. However, that being said, Parler specifically was just a cesspool of violations of free speech laws, the few free speech laws that the U.S. had. Oh, yeah. Because they were inciting violence on there. They were They're, allowing violent content to stay up. They weren't yeah, properly... Monitoring shit. their content. Uh, yeah, they the weren't properly monitoring. Yes. So that's why it was taken down. And Amazon has full right. Like... All this was legal. They have full right to do this. Mm-hmm. It was kind of scary how um, how fast um, everyone else how fast it was got like, in line with it. All the other media companies. It, all, it almost seemed uh, planned. Planned. Uh, I don't think it was. I think one company heard that the other company did and said, "Let's do that." Right. And just everybody followed. Same with how Trump was deplatformed off everything. Right. The companies are just waiting for somebody to break the ice, and so they can follow through. Yeah. And that company that broke the ice will get most of the legal backlash. Yeah. That's what I believe their strategy is. And uh, that's what's happening here. But there is, that, there is that point. They do have a point there, is what I'm trying to say. Mm. Again, when we're talking about social media, social media platforms themselves, when they don't have a terms and service or they don't have like a strong um, monitoring uh, capability. Administration. Administration. They kind of just turn into a cesspool of... Like a lot of fascism and anti-Semitism and racism, racism, and misogyny and all that stuff. It tends to be what happens. You need you to look at 4chan, 8chan. You need to viciously moderate to some degree, moderate the community so it doesn't turn into such a toxic place. Yeah. 
yeah, you have to, you you have have to, strike to monitor a good balance. it. You have to strike so, a balance. I mean, I understand the free speech is important and everything. Mm-hmm. Everybody should be able to voice their opinion and not be arrested for it. However, you're still not allowed to uh, incite violence like they were doing on Parlor, and Parlor was not stopping it. Yeah. They were not stopping it. They weren't being ethical in that sense. So that's why they got clapped. They got their cheeks fucking clapped. That's right. I also think that we should put in antitrust laws against these large corporations and also um, legis- have legislation to uh, monitor what the social medias are doing as well. Or make it some of their shadowy behavior illegal, like yeah. selling user data to third parties. Yeah. You know, collecting everybody's information and selling it. That's. Or I think, I think there should be a feature where you, uh, you get paid. For your own data when it's right. sold yeah. or something like that, right? So in which case you can benefit from it, but um, you have to opt into it. Right. Right. So I think that would be a really good uh, option. But no, they just can sell your data without you knowing mm-hmm. to people that you don't know mm-hmm. where it's going. And then they, uh, that's how advertising works online. That's how they target you with ads. I learned that in college. Same here. All about that in college. We, we learned that in a positive uh, frame. In a view. Because you need the information in order to see what certain demographics, age groups, uh, region, you know, people from certain regions, what advertisements they click on, what they're interested in, and all that stuff. And then you use that um, when you create your, to create your target market yep. and to feed that target market ads. So it's very helpful in that way from a business standpoint. Right. But marketing at the end of the day, is really, a lot of it is trying to sell people shit they don't need. Marketing is, uh, by definition, um, manipulative. Right. It's creating, uh, or in a lot of ways, is trying to create demand where there is none. Which, of course, if you go to a marketing school, go to a business administration and major in marketing, you're going to learn about that, but in a very positive uh, outlook. Right frame of mind they so. don't see any problem with it no you know uh they actually think it's good yeah not just as status quo is okay they think of it as a good thing right some of my professors even said that they like the ads that uh they get in emails what because they're able to uh look through the uh products because they're directly like targeted to them it's kind of weird yeah it kinda is weird. weird like favoring into being don't like uh, that. manipulated yeah what the hell it's kind of weird Anyways, that was my college experience. Yes. Now, what else do you want to talk about, Derek? What, do you want to talk about some other shit? Oh, well, we have, a, we have a history of talking about how shit cops are on this podcast, so we can continue with that. That's right. Fry them like A-cap, pigs in a blanket. A-cap, blanket, fuck 12, hogs, A-cap. bacon, hogs. We're talking about ham, roast beef, bacon. Pork chops pork chops stuff how do you eat your pork chops cook them (laughs) (laughs) cook them okay okay i eat them raw what else what else did you expect me to say i sear no i was i was meaning like do you eat them with like mint jelly you eat them with uh what's that you don't you never had mint jelly no what is that it's literally like a mint jello 
that you eat with like pork chops and shit. That's, that sounds disgusting. And it kind of is, but it's really old. Like my grandma <laughs> makes it all the time. She makes a cranberry version too. I've never we get it I every Christmas. Thing. We eat pork chops like we eat steaks. Really? Yeah. Do you use like a horseradish or anything? No. Applesauce? No, we cook it like a steak. I mean, pork I cook it. I cook is, it like a steak too. Yes, and that's it. And you put it on a plate, maybe put some barbecue sauce on it, whatever, and then you get just dig into sauce. it with a steak knife and some forks. There's nothing else special about it. A pork shop is a pork shop is a pork shop. People do applesauce, horseradish. Why would you put apple something sweet on meat? Bro, bro. Why would you put that on meat? People do that. People, it's very common. Would you put fucking ice cream on that? No, that's gross. That's Exactly. Cream. That's the same thing. No, it's, it's not. It's a sweet, sugary taste. Why would apple, you put that on meat? Apple and pork go together. The only place an apple should be when it comes to cooked pig is in its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you see? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I see what you're putting down. That's, I disagree. That's I what am, my opinion is. Personally, if I'm having it, I uh, I like it with horseradish. Okay. A little bit of that uh, that tang. I don't Wait. even know what that like. You feel it in your nose. I don't know what that's called. I don't know. It's called the RB stank. That's what that's called. RB stank. Okay. Okay. <laughs> This guy doesn't know how to eat a fucking pork chop. You eat it like a steak. It's just like a cheaper steak that's smaller. That's true. That's, that's all true. a pork chop is. Anyways. What do you do you put all that fancy shit on steaks? No. Steak is sacred. But then what what the, the pork chop is like? Pork chop's not sacred. Because it's not a cow, it's not part of your religion. Yeah. You're Hinduist? Yeah. Okay. Anyways, protests in Russia. That's right. There's that's a what, lot of fucking protests in Russia. Recently. Yeah. For reasons. Fuck reason. The fact that they live in Russia. <laughs> Good enough Putin reason to protest. Fucks things up, bro. Okay, so from the top. There's a dude. Alexei Navalny. Navalny. I have Navalny. no idea. Navalny. He's the he's opposition to Putin. So he's a critic of Putin's, and uh, I think he, he wants to run against him. Because they the have rigged they got the the fake elections, like the rigged elections. Yeah. Putin wins with like ninety percent of the vote. Right. Which no one in Russia really likes Putin. Classic dictatorship move. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's a facade. North Korea also has elections too. Then Kim Jong Un wins with ninety-eight percent of the vote. That's yeah. it's the classic dictatorship. Yeah, it's it's very like on face value. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're not hiding it, it well. Yeah. So this dude was arrested back in twenty fourteen on uh, allegations of money laundering, mm -hmm. which I don't think were ever proven. They didn't convict him. Mm -hmm. So he was arrested in January seventeenth uh, for a violation of his suspended conviction of money laundering in twenty fourteen. He was uh, arrested and charged, but I don't think it went through. He wasn't convicted. He had a suspended conviction. Okay. Yes. Okay. So he's just chilling, talking shit about Putin. Then he gets poisoned by a military grade nerve agent that is known uh, to be used by the Russian government on like russian spies they killed i think they killed a spy and his daughter in the uk in 2018 and so got poisoned with that went to germany and was being treated in germany for the past six months five six months and was recovering so on the, mo the moment he came back to russia he was arrested okay and he was poisoned with a novichok nerve agent yes that's what and so uh people got real pissed off people got real pissed off so this nerve agent that they use, it was also used on the band Pussy Riot, which I kind of went on a tangent and got, went on a deep dive into Pussy Riot. And they're fucking awesome. I deep fucking love them. Deep dive into that pussy? Yeah, yeah. The so Pussy this, Riot. This I Novichok love agent 
was developed by the State Chemical Research Institute at the Soviet Union and Russia between 1971 and 1993. Russian scientists who developed a nerve agent claimed that they are the deadliest ever made. It didn't Holy work very shit. well. I, yes, I, I think sarin nerve gas is, is the deadliest. But that's neither here nor there. Both, well, the guy didn't fucking die. I know. He's still alive. Right? So. Anyways, so people in Russia. So basically, the student protesting. went to get treated for six months in Germany, came yeah. back into Russia. Why? Because he's the opposition. He's fighting for the people. I mean, okay. And then basically, the second his plane lands, he's they, the second yeah, he was they, arrested in the airport. The second his plane lands, you know, they open up the doors, cops run in, arrest him. And I assume that they didn't have any official charge on him. They just kind of sort of arrested him. No, it was a violation of his uh, agreement. He couldn't leave the country. Oh. That was part of his agreement with the suspended conviction of the money laundering back in 2014. That's why that was important. So why did he... So it wasn't smart for him to come back? Well, the fucking Russian government tried to kill him. So why would he come back? I don't know. That was probably a dumb move. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. I mean... Trudeau actually talked with... um, uh, the Chancellor. Ger- the Chancellor of Germany, Angela yeah. Merkel? Yeah, Merkel. They talked about it recently, and they said it was very concerning. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Yes. Scold Russia. Okay. Bad boys, bad boys. What yes. are you going to do when they come for you? The people knew. The people. What they were going to do when they came for them. They fucking protested. So 15,000 people across Russia went on the streets uh, protesting the arrest of this dude, Alexei. In plenty of the areas, it was minus 50 degrees yeah. in some areas, minus 30 in others. This was a very cold day. Yeah, no, it was brutally cold. Mm-hmm. Brutally cold. And these fucking people, these fucking Russians, are out on the street, minus 50, shouting at police officers mm-hmm. that have more rights than the police officers in the States, I believe. I, I would say that their uh, uh, police force is probably more corrupt, more fucked up. Yeah, I would say so. And, you know, they all look like RoboCop. You know, yeah, the riot no, cops, they're, brutal. they're all dressed up. And they arrested, like you said, 3,000 people. And, you know, they come in with their batons and they whack people in the head. Now, what was interesting was to see, there's a recent video that I saw on Instagram yeah. from one of the leftist pages. And there's a line of protesters behind barricades. And there's like, what, a group of like five, four or five cops? Yeah. I think it was only four. It was something like four cops. And, they're of course, it's snowing. Them. It's snowing, right? Yeah. And they are all just pelting them absolutely pelting them with snowballs it's like 30 every 10 seconds 30 snowballs are being chucked at these guys and they're hitting them yeah they all had a great arm it was a crazy scene i didn't see anything like that and the cops are just taking it and they're in riot gear too so you know it's not not like it's not like like, you know whatever you're getting you're getting your next getting they're Shook probably pissed off. You know, they're and then they just walk down the street to their buddies and then start talking to them. I like it was such a weird video. It's like they yeah, you know, yeah, we get it. The people hate us. It's yeah. just another day on the force. Yeah. You know? Well, they're so fucking corrupt and Putin's so fucking corrupt. And Putin, of course, denies all these allegations of poisoning. Putin. And Putin Putin is a character. You know what I like to I see? I love I love to watch his optics because they're so like they're so like toxic masculinity. I would like to see him do that horseless, uh, sorry, what? shirtless horse photo shoot yeah. again. Yeah. Except in minus thirty degree weather. That would be. That would actually be, be crazy. Would be kind of a like flex. A, apparently, he knows how to do jujitsu. 
No, like okay. he's he's right. pretty good at jujitsu. Show me some some stuff like that before, but like, you know, like I I will say if all the world leaders came into like had to fight each other to determine who was going to be the world superpower, Russia would win. I mean, Putin at, would win against well, it anybody. depends if there was an anarchist nation because then everybody would show up from that country That's and true. then you would That's be bombed. True. That's true. You know? <laughs> but strictly, yes, yeah, just leaders. the world leaders of uh, yeah, yeah, he'd fuck everybody up. If there was a the beauty thing. pageant. Trudeau, Trudeau would win. Trudeau. <laughs> <You> Everybody <know? laughs> knows. I, I will have to admit, even though I'm pissed off at Trudeau right now, he is a hottie. He is a hottie. With okay. that beard, bro. Alrighty. Hot. Alrighty. Hot. So, so I mean, the human rights violations are not as attractive. Yeah, that's not, not good. <laughs> not good. So, yeah, I, like, everybody around the world, literally everybody around the world hates cops. I don't think there's an exception. That's a bold statement to say every nation. It is a bold statement. I don't know. But, Um, you know, when you look at the trust, the public trust in institutions, public institutions in the United States, police officers are the highest trusted. Yes, but there's so many people against them, too. I know, because the police... No, even the rights are uh, turning against them because... They're getting arrested. I mean, the police often are used to uphold the status quo of the nation, not necessarily to enforce the laws to protect people. No, that's the police. the The concept of a police force is just a military that makes sure that the people stay in line. That's the original police force, and then it's evolved from there into what we know now as like the RCMP in Canada and the um, uh, citywide police force. Right, but there also has been a problem of the re- the militarization of the police, and now they're militarizing them themselves with armed arms and APCs stuff. But and they stuff. originated the original idea was for a literal military branch to focus on the its own people a to make sure they stay force. paramilitary. Yeah, to make sure they stay in uh, in line, which is what the RCMP is. They yeah, that's all the RCMP is. But yes, police officers when they put on the riot gear and they go out to crush popular sentiment yeah people don't like that no so people are getting angry no people are getting angry and it's nice to see it's nice yeah. to see i'm on the side of the protesters 99 percent of the time yes yeah because usually it's leftists who are protesting well yeah it's usually people that are trying to uh, go against the status quo protesting which Pro-democracy, is inherently yeah. on the left uh, you do have some right-wing ones that are protesting to keep the status quo Going but you also is. have the uh, the anti-abortion protests that happen in Winnipeg every now yeah, and then. Yeah, but I, there, there's not that many of those. But it's always the same yearly. They always do it once yearly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so. that's not that's not most protests are not right wing. I think the majority of them, or the majority of protesters, are not right wing. Well, that's it, my friends. Yeah, that was the Canadian perspective. That's all we had to talk about, really. Yeah. So we talked about uh, Trudeau talked about the governor general we don't really have to recap you know. talked about biden okay yeah the only good thing that happened was uh the keystone pipeline's gone that's right pretty good and there were some good protests that was nice yeah but anyways yeah that's all that's we got for it. you and make sure to follow us subscribe to our spotify or whatever you, uh, platform you're listening to this on make sure to check us out on twitter if you enjoyed it show your friends parents if you have political friends that are interested in this type of thing maybe yeah yeah, maybe let them ha- hear our side of things. But anyways, yeah, that's all we had for you guys today. Yeah, so, thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>